Hi teachers, I'm Carly Walton and this is the Teach Music Online Podcast, a show where you'll find tips and strategies for growing your music studio. I am all about helping you automate tasks, grow through social media, and teach with the best online tools. I'm excited to be back recording several podcast episodes for the year 2023. I took a little bit of a break last year right after we had our fourth baby. She actually came earlier than anticipated. She was five weeks early. And so I had planned on having plenty of podcast episodes all ready to go, but unfortunately I didn't get to them in time. So we've had a little bit of a gap in my podcast episodes the last couple of months, but I'm so excited to be back and recording several episodes for the year 2023. And for this first episode in 2023 that I'm recording, I thought it would be a really great opportunity for me to change things up and share with you eight things that I wish I knew about online teaching when I first started almost 10 years ago now. I also can't even believe that we just passed the 100th episode of the TMO podcast. When people ask me about this podcast and the process of creating and publishing episodes, I always say that it's one of my favorite things to do for work or in quotes work because I think it's so fun. I especially love scripting out topics, ideas, lessons that I feel like will help you be a better business owner, will save you time, will help you be more effective as a teacher. And I also have really loved interviewing some amazing experts from all over the world on many different topics as well. So if you're new to the podcast, I hope that you're excited for this year. I have an amazing lineup of teachers, experts, composers, artists that I'll be interviewing and sharing some really wonderful episodes with you. Recently inside of Teach Music Online, I did a free three-day workshop. I just did this a couple of weeks ago and I taught three classes on mindset, finance, and marketing. The event was so well attended and I wanted to thank you for attending if you were one of those teachers that got to come. I'm looking forward to offering more classes like this in the coming year, so please make sure that you are on my email list so that you'll get invites about these events when they happen. To get on the email list, you go to teachmusic.online forward slash podcast and just subscribe to the podcast and then I'll make sure you get the invites. Okay, so let's dive into today's episode. We are talking about things that I wish I knew as an online teacher when I first started. I wanted to quickly recap my story for those of you who may not have been listening to all 100 plus episodes and you may not know where or how I came about online teaching or coaching or any of it. I wanted to just do a quick recap. I attended Berkeley College of Music. I graduated in 2012 from Berkeley. I loved loved living in Boston. When I graduated, I decided to start teaching music, K-8 music, at a local charter school in Cambridge. It was the best job for me coming out of college. I really, really enjoyed it. Unfortunately, it didn't pay super well. <laughs> As I think many of you know, it, when you're first out of college and it's your first music job, And so what I did was I added on piano students in the afternoons and evenings. So I ended up driving all over Boston in the suburbs teaching piano students. I think I had up to 28 students in addition to my full-time job at the school. While I loved every part of my job as a teacher and as a piano teacher, I often felt like I was I, I was really burnt out and not motivated to continue teaching. I 
wanted to find solutions for feeling burnt out, driving all around, feeling like I was spending a ton of money on gas. I ended up moving to Arizona in the next year to be closer to family. I'm actually from Mesa, Arizona. That's where I grew up and that's where I studied music before going to college. I moved to Arizona and started a studio there and I had two students about two years, about a year into teaching who decided to move to Texas. And when they told me they were moving to Texas, I asked their mom if they would be interested in doing Skype lessons. I actually hadn't taught any lessons online up to this point, but I had heard through takelessons.com that online teaching online was an option. So it was kind of in my mind and I said, hey, do you guys wanna try Skype lessons? And they jumped on board. Their first week in Texas, we got on a call and did a lesson through Skype. And I immediately saw that it was going to solve so many of my problems as a burnt out piano teacher who was traveling from student to student. I loved that I could come home from my teaching job at the school, open my laptop and hop on a call with these students. Now, I was not very good at it at this point. I didn't have hardly any technology to support my lessons, but I saw that it had a huge potential for be for a permanent solution for teaching. Okay, so what I did was I taught online for these two students and I decided over the next few years I would start transitioning students online. And I had a hybrid studio until about 2016. I had some students online, some in person, but I really, really liked my online students. I thought it had so much more flexibility and I was learning more about teaching online. In 2017, my husband and I sold everything to travel and teach online. I kept around 15 students and we started some photography work, a photography business that we did as well. And that allowed us, my online teaching allowed us to travel the world and continue what I love doing, which is teaching. 2019 is when I started creating courses to help other teachers learn how to do the same thing. And the rest is history. <laughs> I think you know that I started creating these courses and then in 2020, in, in March of 2020, I already had courses created and ready to go for teachers who needed to start teaching music online. It has been such an amazing journey. And now, even though I focus mostly on coaching teachers around business and growth and teaching, I still love teaching in person and teaching online as well to my own students. I don't think I will ever stop teaching because it's such a passion. I started the podcast in 2020 right during the pandemic, hoping to reassure teachers that they wouldn't lose their students if they if they confidently continued being engaging and building their studios online. I had no idea the need that there was in our industry for this kind of training. And since starting the podcast, I've been able to connect with thousands of fantastic teachers around the world. Okay, so that's your little, that's a little bit of a background into where I came from with my online teaching. I wanted to share with you a list of eight things that I wish I knew when I first started building an online music studio. So whether you've been doing it for a year or two or you're brand new, I think you will find and hear some really helpful tips. Number one is organization. And especially that organization equals time. The more organized you are with materials, the easier everything is from lesson planning to actually running your lesson. So I want you just to think about right now, how organized are you? Can you find your lesson plans quickly? Can you find the book that a student needs to purchase very quickly? Do you know where it is? Do you know where all of your materials are, all, your, all of your downloads? 
I just did a podcast episode recently on organization. So if you look back a few episodes, I talked about four different levels of studio organization. I'd invite you to go back and listen to that one if you're thinking about it right now and realizing you need to be better organized. Number two is more, the more communication, the better. As an online teacher, you don't see parents in person anymore, which changes how you communicate with them. I can think back to when I first started teaching online and losing some of my initial students that I had, and I tied it back to my lack of communication on either a weekly or monthly basis, at least a monthly basis with the parent, because they're not coming to pick up their student, and I, you know, have that one moment with them to say, hey, so-and-so did really great, let's focus on this this week, or can you remind them to do this? That still has to happen, whether it's a text or an email. And we even have teachers in Teach Music Online who have said that they do it every single week. Right at the end of the lesson, they text the parent. Number three for things I wish I knew was that demonstration can be done in a variety of ways. To be honest, I used to really stress about the fact that I wasn't sitting next to my student in person and I wasn't there to place their hands or to point to the page. But I realized early on that videos of other pianists, teachers, and students from YouTube also help engage the student. And they can then have access to that video on repeat to learn a piece of music, which actually can be better than a once a week interaction with a teacher. So when I made that shift to realizing there's a variety of ways to demonstrate, I let that stress go and I realized it's okay. We just need to be creative about how we demonstrate a piece for the student. The fourth thing I wish I knew was to ask for referrals. Why are we so shy to ask? Do you know anyone else looking for a piano teacher? Or do you know anyone else looking for a voice teacher? I waited way too long to ask this question, and when I did, it opened the door to new students. So this can be a simple text to a student and say, saying something like, hey, I have three openings. Do you know anyone that's looking for a teacher? And you can say, hey, just shoot over their, their phone number and I can give them a call or text. Often families don't even know that you have openings. Like how are they even going to know? They might just assume that you're full all the time. So let your families know if and when you have openings and ask for referrals. Number five, virtual recitals don't have to be so serious. Stiff and serious recitals are old news. Unless you're in college, unless you're in a conservatory, having to walk up on the stage, be stiff, wearing a tux, bow perfectly, all of those things, while help, while a good experience for the student, are not necessary for every single, res- every single recital. Actually, if you are a Teach Music Online member, we have a, an upcoming coaching call that one of our coaches is doing all about virtual recitals. And that's happening in March as you prep your virtual recitals. So make sure you RSVP for that so that you can listen in on a ton of tips for virtual recitals. I would say for virtual recitals, take the opportunity virtually to allow students to dress up, cheer for each other, play favorite songs, and let the parents play as well or play duets with their students as well. Have everybody unmute themselves and applaud. Have um, virtual gift cards that you share as prizes. Like there are so many ways to be creative. Number six, payments and scheduling can all be automated. You've heard me talk about this 
again and again and again. But spending just a little bit of money each month for a system is going to save you hours and hours and a lot of headaches. Some systems that I love include Duet, My Music Staff, and Fonz. They all have different features, so I would suggest checking out each one and doing a trial of each one and choosing the one that's going to save you the most time, whichever one you feel like automates the best for you. And I'm going to link to each of those in the show notes. Okay, the seventh thing that I wish I knew is that being engaging isn't hard. Sometimes we pull our hair out trying to help a challenging student when really all they need is a small activity, a quick app, or a quick video to break up the lesson. It makes all the difference and it helps them enjoy the lessons even more. And the eighth thing is that teacher friends and community are essential. We are not meant to do this alone. And unfortunately, I did it alone for five years before I started gathering any friends in really the piano teaching or online teaching world. We, are, we also are not meant to recreate the wheel. Guess what? Everything you are trying to figure out has already been done. Also, all every situation you've been through has already been experienced by one of our members. Somebody in our group, I promise, has had a hard parent or has had a student with Down syndrome and that you are having a challenge with and that you need help with or has a student with anxiety issues around practicing piano or all of the situations that you encounter has happened in some another teacher's life and that is the power of having friends and community. The community that we now have are there to support and cheer each other on and you being a part of that would make a world of difference for you. I say that because I know it would have made a world of difference for me when I first started. No one needs to feel isolated and like they are doing this alone. This is one of the biggest, biggest benefits a part of being a part of a community. I am so curious to know what it is that you wish you knew when you first started teaching online. It's been a few years now, probably, unless you're a new teacher. Maybe it's been three years since you started. I've heard again and again that teachers had no idea how effective and fun online teaching could be, or they didn't know that recitals would work or group classes could be taught online. It's so amazing what can happen when we are forced to be creative. Thank you, Pandemic, for that. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you have a great week and a happy new year. I know this is a little bit late in the new, in the new year, but it's still January. <laughs> so this is my chance to say happy new year. And I hope that you have an exciting year planned ahead of you. I hope you continue listening to the podcast. Always send me an email if you have any questions about joining the Teach Music Online membership. Now is the time to do it. My email is carly at teachmusic.online and I will talk to you soon. Have a great week. If you've been frustrated with online teaching or feeling discouraged about how slow it feels to grow your studio, then I would love to invite you to join me inside the Teach Music Online membership. Our online membership includes multiple courses helping you with your tech, marketing systems, scheduling and payments, new student onboarding, engagement tactics, scheduling, and so much more. All of this so that you can finally feel excited and confident in what you're building as a music teacher. With hundreds of video lessons, twice monthly live coaching calls, and a thriving, optimistic community, we are here to get you where you want to be. 
We now also offer additional courses, including Course Creator for Musicians and Studio Website Builder. To join us today, head over to teachmusic.online, and I can't wait to see you there.